Hi, and welcome to Shh, I'm Watching a Movie. I'm Alex Andrevite. And uh, you're listening to the podcast where Alex and I talk through an entire movie. Yeah. Now, this is the edited version, uh, which means that we edit out all the stuff that you don't want to hear, which is us basically silently watching a movie and or me telling Alex about my plans that day. So it's for your pleasure. And so if anything doesn't make sense to you or you're like, oh, that's a weird edit, it's because we edited it for you. Anyways, enjoy watching a movie with us. Yeah. Going. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to Shh, I'm, I'm Watching a, a Movie. movie. <gasps> Wait, that's the closest and we ever. touched fingers when we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Closest we've ever done it. You you got chickened out. I could feel yeah, like you yeah. were pulling away because you didn't want it to happen. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Welcome to a shh classic. It's a shh classic. It's just the two of us. Yeah. Oh my God. Can the opening to this one be that Will Smith song? Just the oh, two. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you not know? <laughs> I thought you, for some reason your time was Wild Wild West theme song. <laughs> well, make that the opening. <laughs> yeah. Or end the podcast with Wild Wild, Wild West. <laughs> We should have watched that movie for the podcast. I've never seen it. Oh, it's brutal. I mean, I've heard what does is Kevin Smith talk about it in his Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a giant mechanical spider. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I get a producer with a dream that has to see it out on screen. Um, anyways, a little bit too inside baseball. Welcome. Um, yeah. we don't have a guest, but it's a Kalenko pick today. Mm-hmm. I allowed it because it's spooky Halloween. We, we were pretty. It was a pretty de- a democratic decision. Well, like I pitched a bunch and then Alex pitched some and then I said I'll so he chose a couple of mine, yeah. and I chose only one of what he cho- what he pitched to me. Yeah, and then I said, but "Let's do the witch." It, just, it felt like fun. The witch. Yeah, I do know the twist ending. Yeah, because I made Phil Moorhead tell me. Yeah, because he loved it so much, and I was like, "Just tell me," because I'm too scared. Uh, the twist got me so mad in the theater. As, uh, I was, were, the- were you twisted by it? Like, were you confused? Like, did you see it coming? I made that. I made it as a, I made the twist ending as. Oh, I guess like we can spoil. Let's it Let's start here. the movie. Yeah, uh, we can spoil it. I guess. Yeah, because yeah. if you're listening to this, you'll eventually get to the twist ending. Yeah, um, the twist ending is the sheep did it, and I made that joke to Philippe when I was watching the movie, okay, and then it was so, real. Well, I guess I'm gonna watch the movie yeah. and find out by the sheep doing because okay, it's not a sheep, it's a goat. Yeah, go, or whatever. Because <laughs> goat, a goat is the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom grew up with goats because she's from small town Italy, and yeah. she said that they are very devilish, and that's yeah. probably why they got. They're real assholes. Yeah, yeah, they're they're ornery, and they hurt you. They'll kick you from behind and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and they'll bite. Well, they're also like one of the few like playful animals, I guess. Maybe but, like, that's what, what, what it what, is. What they view as like, like it's like what like you see like dogs playing like they're fucking killing each other. Yeah, that's true. Actually, dogs literally go for the neck. Yeah. Once I was walking home, and it was like. I hate walking alone at nighttime, especially in the winter. Mm. And I passed by this dog park. Well, no, no, I hadn't passed by yet. I heard screaming in the distance. And then when I passed by this dog park, I saw so much blood on the snow. Oh, and no. And it was two dogs had gotten into like a, they killed, well, I think one dog must have either really wounded one would kill another. Jesus. Anyways, it's not really a story. It's just a trauma that I'm reliving. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, go for it. This is like Pilmer, Pilgrim Times? Yeah. Is this in America? Yeah. Is this like the witch, like the Salem Witch Trials? Uh, kind of. So so this is the opening of the movie, which is where all the money is. Like, I think you need to put subtitles. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, sorry. Uh, uh, how do I do this? And I, so I mixed up this director with the guy that did Midsummer. It's a totally different person. Yes. This guy's better, right? Um, I like the Bidsummer guy better. This oh, guy's okay. definitely more. Um, 
This guy's deeper. I would give you that. I just think the Midsummer guy oh. that makes more entertaining movies. The mid, um, okay. The Midsummer guy's not deep at all. No, he's he's all. I so we we've been hinting at our conversation about Midsummer on podcasts <laughs> far and wide. Um, he, uh, I I do believe that like he's really good at making almost like pulp movies and like pulp things like the opening like act of midsummer the pre-credit stuff the first half of hereditary like all his short films are so fucking good at like shocking you of making you believe one thing and then twisting it making you fear something yeah and, and also but then his, his movies co- sorry sorry no finish what you're but his movies as a whole i think are like him trying to do that at a grand scale but it never pays off or trying to hint at bigger ideas and they never really do right so what both of these guys have going for them like the midsummer guy has like a beautiful aesthetic. Yeah. Like the beginning of that movie is just like the visual of of the the forest and the snow. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what he did, how he colorized it, or like it's like he almost made it cartoonish. Yeah. But like I was like, oh, okay, this guy's an artist. And this is the same way. Like the first shot of the witch looks like a painting from this era. Mm-hmm. It looks like the guy, the Dutch masters. It looks yeah, like yeah. yeah. He's definitely very like uh European inspired. Yeah, so it's like that alone, they're a good director. Like, yeah. I'm never going to say that either of them. I don't know this guy's thing. Uh, this is really his only full length movie, I think. Yeah, like this alone, these opening shots alone, I'm like, okay, this guy's like an amazing director. But what happens with these like auteur directors mm-hmm. is like, I find that their scripts, they're just not tight enough. Like, Midsummer had so many interesting avenues and they didn't go down any of them. I don't know about this movie. We're going to find out. Maybe this movie's amazing. Um, th- this movie is thin. Like, and it's thin on purpose. Like but do you it, think it's because it's a horror movie? Horror movies, it's, I think it's a little easier to make a thin horror movie than a uh, heavy one. Like well, the, you don't have to worry about it because people are coming anyways because they like to be scared. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is really scary. What's that about? Should is we it, turn off the light so I can get scared? Or? Yeah, sure. <laughs> also, I like this actor. I don't know what he's been in. Um, sure the either. one that was talking at the beginning. Okay, so plot-wise, though. So um, the daughter is the sort of the town they're in. They're kicked out of uh, because of kind of undefined reasons, but it has something to do with their religion not mastering. They worried the daughter is a demon. And that they're moving out into the wilderness. And that was like almost like um like a tribunal at yeah, the yeah. beginning. Okay. Of them being kicked out of a town. See, like this with the music and the slowness. Yeah. The fact that I'm watching it with you and we're talking through it, this is fine. I'm not scared. But in a movie theater, this entire first scene, I would have had my hands over my eyes and I would have felt really tense. Cause I would just think that things something's gonna pop out. But nothing pops out, does it? No. I like this is like a really straightforward horror movie that's about something like it, it's like you but it, it's minimalism like i think like i do truly think like there's not a whole lot to it um but it is very minimal and it that's i think what a lot of people really like about it that's what i really liked about it but i also think that that's opens it up a lot to scrutiny because it's there's so little actually in it well it depends on why people are going to horror movies like if you're yeah. getting like a general public that goes to like young and dundas square they're gonna yeah. have problems with this movie because they're gonna think that they're going to a horror movie and it's probably not that scary it's probably just more like um artsy yeah i think it does a lot of cool stuff is this the girl that's talking is she the one that's been accused of being a demon yeah 
So the the she kind of the movie kind of follows her of kind of like basically it's it's, it's her religious family kind of turning on her. Okay, so my sister went to um, I think it's Lund oh boy Lundenberg. Mm-hmm. It's like Nova Scotia area. And it's haunted. She went like a haunted Lunenburg walk or whatever. And then yeah. you end up at like a cemetery. And on one of the gravestones, they had this whole story as to why this little girl had died. And she died because um, someone accused her when she was 10 years old. She was accused of stealing $10, which at the time would have been like 200 bucks, um, from a store. And she claimed that she didn't do it. And it got to a point where even the parents were just like, you did it. You, mm. you stole the money. And she died of a broken heart. Like she produced whatever chemical that you can die of. And she, and she, she like apparently like her last words were like, please forgive me. I did nothing. And then they found out later that it was like the son of the shopkeeper that stole the money. Oh no. Is the baby going to turn into the the devil? Uh, That is so sad. Isn't that so sad? And then I love this. This this, this is the thing that made me enjoy the movie. And then she goes, boo. Oh, the baby disappeared. And then you see. Yeah. So the shot so the shots of the forest actually serve like kind of a narrative purpose. So we keep going to these like shots of like the deep forest from the clearing. And it's kinda like there'll be long shots and you start to be like, is there something there? Something I should be looking at? Which I think is like a kind of cool thing because a lot of it is like Oh, there's something in the forest. There's like a witch in the forest. Oh it? yes, the movie The Village. I understand. And then, um, but it's like it. Like that's a very artistic, interesting way of making you, the viewer, be like, get the idea that there's something in the forest watching you. Hold on, the baby disappeared, and then she found it in the forest. The ba- no, so that 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 red hooded figure ran away with the baby, and you don't know who that figure is. Oh, look, you can see a little baby penis in this movie. Yeah. You never get baby penis. <laughs> yeah, it's only the cover of Nirvana's album and yeah. then this. Oh, man, baby penises are funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> it's so cute. I really hope they don't sacrifice it. Are they going to sacrifice it? What do you think in the horror movie The Witch? Do they show it, the baby getting hurt, or is it assumed? I truly can't remember. I enjoyed this movie, and I only watched it once. Should I close my eyes? I like. I, like, I truly oh, can't remember. Nope. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, they don't show it. If, yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't feel like this movie to show. Oh, my God. This is so scary. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> scary. It's but like, like this shining old. Oh, by the way, just so you guys know, the ugliest and scariest thing of all time is just a naked old woman, according to horror <laughs> movies. Yeah. They love showing that. Yeah. That's like nothing can be more terrifying than the body of a naked elderly woman. Well, and then she's smearing the baby blood on her. Um. The, uh, I uh, really wish they didn't kill that baby. <laughs> it's kind of like the this is kind of like the impetus of the movie, of that then then they blame the daughter. I am intrigued as to how a goat is doing this. Are you telling me that the goat is this demon? You think? Uh, so the to me the real twist is that there are witches in the forest, but also the goat is a demon, <laughs> and that she they signs the contract to become a witch as well. Oh. Um, oh no! Now you give away the real twist. <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, it's not like it's kind of like implied. This is really scary. So, like, so, I was telling Alex before we started yeah. that my mom wanted to watch this movie for some reason when it was on Netflix, and I was like, "Okay, let's start." I've never seen it here. It's really good, and we did not even get to this part. But my mom would have hated this. <laughs> she um, got ten minutes in and was like, "No, thank you." Also, I think your mom would have really hated it because there's a lot of like religious symbology in it, but like obscure religious. No, symbology. No, I think that's why she wanted to watch it. Yeah. 
it's like, like there's a lot of like the idea of like a woman flying towards the moon is a very obscure like kind of occult religious symbology. Oh, there's a woman flying towards the moon. That, was that what that was? That you saw, yeah. This um, is pretty cool, but I didn't like that a baby had to die. <laughs> I think that's like the only like, really gory thing that happens in this movie. That's very disturbing to have that right off the bat. Like yeah. if I knew nothing going into this movie and I'm watching this in a theater, I'd be really upset right now. I mean, it is a horror movie. Uh, one thing, one thing I will say about this movie is that I like about it. And something I've been talking about a little more recently about comedy as well is that I think a lot of people confuse um, like the art of comedy, like, like being like, oh, I'm 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 progressing the art of comedy with like joking about like new th- like joking about like new things, joking about like personal things or whatever, and being like, look how artistic that is. Where I'm like, I think like making someone laugh in a way that people don't normally do it, like not like 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 th- think of like you know like hack jokes Andy or whatever. Andy Kaufman or something. Yeah, Andy Kaufman and stuff like that. Like that to me is like a very artistic move as well, but it's not really celebrated or understood in a lot of ca- in a lot of cases. And that's what you feel like about the witch. The witch is kind of doing that with like horror in a way. But I feel like it's celebrated. People really like this movie. I think it got I, nominated I think, I think, for I think some Academy Awards. It's celebrated in comedy. It's not. Oh yeah, well, it kind of is, but it all it maybe financially. Are you talking about like how? Because, like, someone like. Like, Tim and Eric would be the last people, I think. But that, they're very successful. Yeah, but they'd they be. But they. Like, Tim and Eric. But great show is now, like, 15 years old. From what I understand about Tim and Eric, is, like, people were annoyed with them. And by what I understand, I mean, like, sometimes, like, Mark Barron will bring it up. Yeah. It's funny. Like, people. Like, they rolled their eyes at, yeah. at Tim and Eric. <sighs> I mean, that's because true. Because there's too. something with comedy that when guys do that. When people do it, it, it there's something very assholeish about it. Like Annie Kaufman's t- style of humor was being a really big asshole. Yeah. And personally, I don't think that's ha ha funny. I often will think in my mind, like I understand that this has like artistic merit and is like thinking outside the box. And I wish that my body responded to that, but like my body goes like, Oh no, thank you. I think there's, a, I think I, I, that those, those are just two examples that are kind of a little more similar to each other, but like even stuff like Maria Bamford was someone I really loved. Oh, see, I like Maria Bamford. But I, 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 like, I like her too, but I think she's also like, at, like it took her forever to get, recognition like she had been like by the time like she started to break in the mid-2000s she had been a stand-up for like 20 years but she also had mental health issues that might have gotten in the way of that that's what that was that was even before she started to break like like like, you know, like she might have had that and all that then started to break then even had mental health issues that like, elongated this period oh okay but I, I think she's like one of them like she she for my money is one of the most interesting stand-ups i like her a lot i think yeah. she's a really good actor yeah um she was my only favorite part of of the new Arrested Development. I guess I mean, yeah. Yeah, the, whatever, the, the first new scene. To, then there was another season. Did you know? Yeah, it was terrible. There was two seasons. There's three. There's three? I think so. I think they're on season they six. They remixed one. So I tried to watch the remix of the new season because I couldn't get through it. Oh, yeah, there's four, five, and six. Oh. Um, anyways, yeah, I only like Maria Pamford part. My and sister said she watched all of them, but she didn't enjoy it. But she, yeah, like, same. finished I watched. I watched all of it and was like, I can't tell you what happens in the last season. She said that Ben Stiller and Will Arnett have a really good storyline, though. They like fall yeah, in love. Yeah, yeah. They, they start to fuck. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love this guy. I love this actor. Yeah. His voice is incredible. Yeah, with comedy and even with horror, too, now that I think about it, there's just something that makes me go like that. Is What's his name? Ari? Ari Aster. Yeah, when I think about him, even though I have absolutely no um, evidence or I've barely looked into him, I think about him and I think that guy's an asshole. <laughs> I think, I mean, 
I think because Mina has been talking about how big of an asshole he was when be- you saw him talking no, about No, but when I saw Midsummer, I thought that he was an asshole. I mean, I I don't disagree with you, but I think because because uh, uh, I think I think because it's all like community kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. like comedy community that someone being like, oh, I'm doing this other thing. It kind of comes across as an asshole, even though it could be like artistic expression. It could be. Whatever. Well, how can I put this? So, so, so far, we've said that the men are assholes and the one woman I listed is crazy. And then yeah. I know a couple people in our community that are kind of like outside the box comedian ish. Mm. And they think that what they're doing is really important. And I think that's where the assholeness comes from. I give you that. I think that's what the issue is. It's very like what you're doing is bullshit. What I'm doing is important. But you know, it's all dumb, dumb stuff. It's all fucking stupid. And just because you think that yours has some sort of artistic merit, anytime anyone, like we're all nerds, right? Like we're all nerdy losers in comedy. And I, I mean that with the greatest of compliments like I don't um but so anyone who has an ego on them I immediately like get a real distaste for and it just so happens that the people that are doing outside the box stuff have a real ego on Mm. them or it could be my bias that like my brain doesn't work that way I like the status quo of figuring out how to work within I like sketchy sketches I like Mm. like improv-y things like so it doesn't I don't need that side of me to be fulfilled. Mm. So I don't I don't know. It might be my bias, but I, I often find them just annoying. That's fair. I mean And I, honestly male. That's true. <laughs> like Yeah. I think I think there are, I there's a a few female comedians that I really like that, that do that as well. But I, I I think dominantly male. Although the question is, is it comedy is dominantly male as well? Yeah, 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 I think um, everything's pretty dominant. Like, and then directing is dominantly male. Even more than comedy. You oh talk. my god, <laughs> it's actually crazy. Yeah, think about it. There's only been what, like, three women nominated for best director Oscars. I'm mean, I, the thing is, is, there's actually a lot of working female directors who just don't get the jobs, don't get the. No, yeah, they don't get the jobs. Yeah. Well, because I listened to Julie Tamer talk about this. Female directors aren't. Um, Trusted with a uh, hundred million dollar movies. Yeah. What's happening right now? So, <laughs> uh, the the son is starting to hit puberty, and his father's trying to show him how to kill animals. And did they show that he was hitting puberty because he was staring at his sister's chest when she was sleeping? Yeah, and then also the da- also the dad was like, "Oh, you're getting older. Like, I got to teach you how to hunt." And stuff. Okay, so why does this kid think he was gonna die? <laughs> he doesn't want to kill stuff. What is this guy's voice? It's unbelievable. Can we turn it up? No, I love it. Oh, yeah, if you want. And also, what are they speaking? Are they British? No. No, it's 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 like old-timey. Like it's like it's like a, a pilgrim time. Letter. So like pil- pilgrim time is like people like people the, the white people in America sounded like the old-time Brits, you know, because well, they were like, right off the boat. Isn't that so interesting? Like why don't the white people of America sound British still? Well, because what what we consider contemporary British isn't what they sounded like back then either. No, but I mean, like, it's weird that our accents flattened out because that's all it is, right? It's like mm-hmm. the way, so like British, when I was studying voice in, in theater school, it's like the British is at the front of the mouth mm-hmm. and then American is in the middle of the mouth and it's flat. Mm-hmm. And that's why like with, with like Chicago and all that stuff. So it's, and then I forget what's at the back. I think it's Germans like near the back of the, yeah, 
Maybe not. But um, why did our accents change at all? Uh, I read a thing and I can't remember it, but okay. it's, it, it's it's related to like, like often related to like, like work and like what you talk about and what's celebrated. So like, to, to like the idea of an accent was to show you're part of a different class or station or group. Right. Because also geography actually. It's like how your voice bounces around in the field mm-hmm. is what your accent is based on as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what's interesting is like, shouldn't our accents be a weird mix of French and British? That's, that's, probably, that's probably what leads to a Canadian accent, you know? Oh, yeah, maybe. This movie's more of like a drama with like spooky elements to it. Yeah, it starts to turn a bit, but yeah. I don't I'm like this kid. He pisses me off. What? It backfired. Did he get shot in the eye? Or just the gunpowder? Just gunpowder. No, no, Fowler's licking him. Listen, I'm telling you. Black. Oh, Mina told me a hot tip about this goat. Yeah. It's not really black. They had to dye it. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> it's black Philip. Well, he probably had such a good horn situation, is what we were talking about, that the horns were too good to pass up. So are there black to... goats? There definitely are, but they probably couldn't find a black co- goat that had this quality of horns. I mean, as far as I understand, this movie was made for like no money. That seems like a lot of money to spend dying a goat. Well, it's like it's it's like we have a goat. <laughs> we don't have the money to have no, two goats. No, no, I'm telling you, that goat for sure was handpicked because look at its cool. Well, they're not showing it now. But it has really cool horns. They're Black Philip. Yeah, I could see this movie not being made for a lot. Well, because uh, like the most expensive part of it is probably at the very beginning where it shows them leaving the town. I think the cameras would be expensive. It looks like so beautiful. I love Black Philip, even though that he's a devil. Are they harassing him? Yeah. Are we not supposed to like Philip? He's funny. I like him. <laughs> like, it's Black Philip is just this like asshole goat in this farm they're trying to survive in. But it, these kids just chanting "Black Philip, Black man." This guy's having a day. <laughs> he got shot in the face. I like the idea because like you're like it's just a drama with some spooky parts. You'd also do this movie where it's it's just a drama with some like silly parts. Yeah. And then it's like a like a Ben Stiller like comedy from the mid two thousands. It's like, man. oh my dumb kid got us kicked us out of the town. Why Ben Stiller comedies of the mid two thousands were so fucking bad? They were amazingly bad. Along came Polly, the Heartbreak Kid. Oh yeah. Something else. Meet the Fockers parents and Meet the Fockers was bad. Meet the parents. parents. Wasn't that bad. Actually, Meet the Parents was kind of amazing. (laughs) But it had that thing where it was so embarrassing that it gave me such hard secondhand embarrassment that it was hard to watch. (laughs) But the Meet the Fockers, like the two sequels were really, really bad. I forgot there's what's the one Meet the Fockers and then what's the third one? I don't know. But like, I remember man, people thought that the idea of naming a family Fockers was hilarious. But the thing was is that like Fokker was, it wasn't the whole point of it, right? Like his name was Gaylord Fokker. Yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe Ben Stiller has bad taste in comedy. Doesn't he have a pretty decent production company? Yeah, he's like really talented. He's like a really talented director mm-hmm. and like a very good actor. Why are his movies so bad? Everything seems like a goddamn nightmare in this world. <laughs> yeah, that that is kind of the point of this. Like the true horror of this movie is everyone's muddy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why is he standing shirtless there right now and he can't move? Like, what the fuck is going on? And they had to knit all those clothes. Like, they had to make their clothes, right? Mm-hmm. What a goddamn nightmare. So, like, now the dad's just chopping wood shirtless, as you do, wearing, looking like Jesus Christ because he's wearing... What happened? Was it that his clothes were dirty? It seems yeah, yeah. so cold outside. Oh, she's... Cl- oh, my God. She has to clean his clothes in the stream. The past is horrible. The past? Because it's fucking cold there. Yeah. Because at least where we all came from, like, what's it called? Mesopotamia was hot. Yeah. So what? You just covered up your genitals so stuff didn't get inside you, and then that's it. It's like... He stares at her tits so much. Can he stop? It's his sister. It's the only girl around. She's pretty. (laughs) Also, I love the look of, like, this, like late fall early spring everything's kind of dead look yeah everything's dead i think i want to say this is do you think it's late fall or do you think it's early spring i want to say late fall i was gonna say it's early spring the reason why i don't think early spring is that normally there's like little bits of snow or like it's a little more muddier yeah you're right but But it looks like it's been late fall for a long time like this is like this is like december before it snows yeah Here's the thing about him going through puberty and looking at his sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, incest is still bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there, there was a time, like, did siblings, is this trying to explain to me that siblings were attracted to each other in the past because no other people were around? I mean, the movie Armageddon can be made solely about well, incest. I mean... You can't have such a sexy daddy like Bruce Willis. The last taboo. Oh, that's very funny that the kid's being like, Black Philip said so. This kid is hilarious, this yeah. little girl. I wonder how you cast kids like this. They're such good actors. I know. I feel like you just have to cast kids that are pretty much... Blank slates? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> pretty much the character already. Like, just in the waiting room, they are that person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But also, like, they're speaking a different language, essentially. Yeah. They just... Yeah. I guess when you're a kid, you just get shit done. You don't think about anything. So if you have a good director, the performance is amazing. And if you have a bad director, it's a bad performance. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Because there's no way that she's sitting there memorizing her script. She's sitting there and her mom says, repeat this, repeat this, repeat this over and over again. Why is she threatening a little girl like she's like... Lying to her and saying that she's a witch to scare her sister away. That's kind of fucking around with her sister. Oh, okay. But this isn't a good joke because they already think she's a witch. They, not yet. Oh. Uh, but this is going to backfire on her because then this little jerk's going to go and be like, she told me she was a witch. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I told my cousin, because he would never would eat to me, we were like, at a dinner and he wouldn't eat and I was like hey you know there's something called a food demon and I thought it was funny <laughs> I think I was like 
nine or something. Yeah. yeah. And he was maybe like five. Oh no. And I said like, "There's a food demon. If you don't eat, it's gonna come and get you." And then I just like forgot I ever said that. I think I just said it like as a joke. And then my uncle Joe asked me, "Did I say anything?" Because he's like, he's been scared of this food demon for like a month now. And I was like, "Oh my god." god. I had you no idea. Hurt somebody so bad. He feels so sad. He didn't you, eat because he was still scared. You're that kid's Ariaster. Like yeah, I know. I, I imprinted a trauma on him, and it didn't even phase me. Just imagine him like at a, a therapy, and then it's like, I don't know. I just have to eat. <laughs> I mean, I am my mother's daughter. If I was trying to force someone to eat, I don't know why it bothered me so much that he wasn't eating. <laughs> but I think what was happening was like his dad was trying to feed him like over and over again, and he wasn't doing it. And I was like, oh, I know how I can help. I'll scare the shit out of him. So I can help. I'll punch him straight in the face. <laughs> really like, I'm coming back. You don't eat. I'm the food demon. <laughs> My favorite story of childhood food is um, Stephen Colbert. He wrote this line for Strangers with Candy where people are eating and someone like puts their hand to grab like bread across the table and... Amy Sedaris's character stabs it with a fork and goes, you crossed my chow zone again. <laughs> You're pulling back a bloody stump. <laughs> and Stephen Colbert said his sister used to say that to him. Because <laughs> there was nine of them. Yeah. <laughs> You're pulling back a bloody stump. <laughs> it's too cute. Oh, have you seen Strangers with Candy? Let's just watch that. Yeah, that's great. I fucking love that movie. I think I like the movie better than TV show. The movie is very good. The TV show is fine. There's parts that are really good on that TV show. It was in the TV show or the movie where it's like coming at you whirling dervish, all fists and elbows. Oh, I think that's the movie. Okay, that that's the part that I think of when I think of Strangers with Candy. Because isn't that like the science fair part? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I could be wrong. There's some real ugly faces in this movie. I mean, I wish that they were casting other than Murdoch Mysteries in Toronto they were casting like old timey things because otherwise baby I'd be printing money just like just like a farm just a farm hand who's just like I (laughs) do you get an audition for Murdoch? no I've never I haven't had one yet yeah me neither I feel like because there's no Italians in the old times I don't think I look like the show at all yeah no I know I thought about that you might look like the show you know what I could I could play like a if there's like a guy who jerks off in oh, Murdoch Jesus time, they like really publicly like jerks off. When I was dating Ben, they they brought him in like five times. Oh yeah, they couldn't, and they said that they were gonna write a part for him. Jesus. Yeah. Um, How does Ben? Because like, he worked since he was nine. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was in. He was in. Waiting for Godot with John Hurt when he was nine years old, in like Winnipeg, Manitoba. Theater. What nine-year-old part is there in Waiting for Godot? It was a reinterpretation, and he he wasn't even on stage. They filmed him in the green. I think it's John Hurt. Yeah, mm. they filmed or William Hurt. Yeah. Um, they filmed him in the back room, like in the green room, and it was him. They would flash his his image on a projector, and he would say, "He's not coming yet." Like he was like the representation to tell them that he wasn't coming. I I can't. I've never seen Waiting for Godot. I've just read it, so I don't know. And I've seen fucking scenes from it at every theater school fucking workshop. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a great play that okay. everyone does wrong. I mean... Because like, also, like, the, the, the fact like the fact people keep doing it is kind of defeating the purpose of the play. People love it, I guess. Oh, because theater is not very imaginative. I, 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 that's not true. I think a lot of theater is very actor-driven oh, rather than, that, like, writer or creator-driven. 
yeah, 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 yeah. And then it leads to like doing the same thing fucking again and again and again. To be like, I can do it too. Look, I don't think I've ever seen like a really good show in Toronto. I mean, yeah. I don't think Toronto has that capacity. I saw the flick and it was good. I was going to work on the flick as like a intern capacity. And then there was like, oh, you're just too experienced. They were going to give it to someone who's like new. Oh, that's dumb. That popcorn thing was was the my application that you filmed in my girlfriend's apartment. Oh, really? Yeah. I had a chance to be a part of the flick. It was good. I will say the guy that played, so there's three characters. Yeah, there's yeah. one character named Avery and that actor. I'm like, oh, that guy could have been in the Broadway cast. He was unbelievable. Which one? Is he the nerd? He's the nerd guy. Yeah. 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 That's a great role. Yeah. Yeah. It's a better role for sure. But I know that the guy that was the other role is my drama teacher that got fired. Mr. Jones. Like It is him as a human. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought the guy was good, but he wasn't. He was an okay actor. How was the the Girl? Fe- female role? Because like, I I okay I read, I read the play because it was like going I was in like the <laughs> interview process of this thing, and uh, I read the play and I was like, oh, this is like, I think I like it. And it's very Godot-y. like I liked it a lot. And then but then like reading, it, I was like, I don't know. And I had like these things. Where I was like, why don't they do it like this? Why don't they do it like this? Why don't they do it like this? So and then like, uh, and that's what kind of like brought in with. Uh, being like these are things that I would do with it if I was like doing the play. I liked it. I liked the mundanity. I thought it was interesting. Uh, and T Donahue came with me. She did not like it. That's a, definitely not her style. I understand why you wouldn't like it though, because it's been done. Yes. But I think it was written at a time before any yes. of these observations had been made. Yes. But it's just like you know, millennials working at a movie theater. Like if yeah. you watch it now, it's friggin' hack. Yeah. But. It's really simple. I thought the girl was once again like a good actor, but like she's okay. Like I don't know. Like you needed. I think you have to cast against type mm. so that it would bring up the complexity of a very like cliche character. But if you cast two dead on for her and for the other guy, not yeah. the nerd. Yeah. The nerd you need to cast like a like he's perfect. Yeah. But for those two, if you cast against type, you would probably create this like three-dimensional character oh, that, that, was, was, that was that was my thought i i had the thought that i was like i think you um i think my first thought is i saw the thing i was like that was cool how they set it up where it's like you're on the stage and whatnot but it's like that's kind of in the um that was the best part that, that, that's that's kind of that's kind of in like the script to like do that and yeah. i was like why i'm like why would you do that why did you not make it that the entire play happens in the audience, and that there's there's a one line in it there. It did happen in the audience. The entire play happened in the audience. No, no, no. Like you sit in those chairs as well. So instead uh, of an empty theater, it's like them going past you, and because even the one throwaway line of um, uh, he has the dream of all the ghosts in the theater, and then I was like, I was like, why, why don't we just change it and make it like something more, like more about the ghosts, more direct to the audience? Maybe it asks. Too much from the actors. It's a lot of focus pulling to be in this. Into, it would make their performances really casual if they're with. Among yeah, us. I, it would, I, I, was, I was like, we'd have to. You'd have to change certain things and like figure it out a bit. But I think that'd be a much more interesting interpretation of it. And then also, it was like all the references should be the movies that week. Like whatever released that week. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I think it would be more interesting play. Yeah, I think so. But that, yeah. Like re, like just like rewrite, like just rewrite, just rework. I don't think. Like if you read, but I think it has Baker. to be a period piece because if you don't set it in 2012, the whole thing is that it's the the changeover of the guard yes. from the digital. The digital yeah. yeah, maybe that's why. 
But I, I mean, it was cool sitting in an audience and then reflecting. It was like a mirror. Yeah, it yeah. felt like you were in a mirror. No, I, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't think that's bad. But I was like, oh, if you want to, like, let's do it. Like, let's fucking like go crazy. Well, what would have been cool is if our seats looked exactly like their seats. Yes, but like, there's no place in the world that looks like no, that. No, no, they can't do it. So the maybe corn- medieval times where you're seeing seats look like your seats. That'd be cool. Um, so in this movie, oh, sorry, I, I was not paying attention. Their corn is trash. They're gonna die. Their yeah. farm is not yielding anything. Yeah. Is this kid gonna molest his sister? No, don't worry. Okay, good. Um, the mother is truly one of the most heinous-looking people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I think she's a great. I've seen her in other things. So I can't mean. place it, but it's like, I think she's a great actor. Well, they must really like play up her like hollowness of her face. Yes. That's that's like when I go in to film something, they're always like less makeup, more eyes, <laughs> make him look sadder and tireder. Oh my god, I, whatever the opposite of the the light makes my face look so round. I need to like shadow me up. Oh yeah. Yeah, I look really like. I don't want to say fat, but I look pretty fat. <laughs> I was gonna say something nice like cherubic, but I think it's just fat. Well, what it does is it completely softens. Bless you. Light lighting completely softens my jawline, so in real life, it looks different than on camera. Uh, here's one thing I will say: because stunning horse. This, I haven't watched this movie in a while. This movie moves faster than I remember it moving. I don't know. It's kind of slow to me. It was very slow, <laughs> but I remember it being very slow. I remember it being glacial. Yeah. Well, nothing's really happening right now. So that spooky thing happened with the. With the baby, baby at yeah. the beginning. And then that weird thing happened with the girl saying that she saw the witch and that black Philip. But other than that, we know nothing. Um, we did we did miss like there's kinda of, like a little bit of setup of like What's uh, that rabbit saying? There's a little bit of setup of like that the they're gonna die out there and that they kind of blame the daughter, I think is is implied and that comes more textual. Right. And so right now we're thinking that there's something in the forest. Yeah. Whoa. Those that rabbit's eyes are so bugged out. The animal casting is amazing. OMG, they tie their children. So they can go look for their other children. Yeah. The um So from from the 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 parents' perspective right now is that their daughter got them kicked out of the kicked out of the town. Their baby got stolen. stolen. Baby got stolen, and now he goes out to the forest with their son. What's that? Is that That's Fowler? The dog. Yeah. Go to the forest with their son, and now they're both missing. Oh. And Fowler's dead. Yeah. And what a beautiful dog to die to. I mean, what are the chances to have such good hair dye in the past like this girl has? <laughs> I always find, what was I watch? I, I often will watch stuff and be like, oh, yeah, like Orange is the New Black, being like, wow, everybody really keeps up with their die schedule in, in jail. There's like a weird, not weird, but I guess there's like a real resistance to having people look like shit on film, unless that's the point. I don't know why as women we're not allowed to have our real hair color. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. Because I think of like, you think of like film and such and like people in my life where it's like, I don't fuck like just roots are showing like people got like weird fucked up makeup. People wearing like shitty t-shirts and then like in movies, everyone's like designed to hell. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, they Unless, try to make you look like that on certain things. Like, um, what we do in the shadows, I look like shit. They did that on purpose. Yeah. They put no makeup on me, and they put fluorescent lighting, and they took my hair, and they just kept spraying it with water. <laughs> <laughs> and Because the whole thing was that the vampires are supposed to look very glamorous. Yeah. And the people are supposed to look very gross. And we're all short, eh? All the all the people that were cast were oh, yeah? short, and all the vampires are tall. That's why I went up for vampire. Yeah, all the vampires are tall. All the people are short. I guess I should stop lying about my height. So here's the deal about my height. I'm five four and a half. That's shorter than I thought. Yeah, and so I put five five because nine times out of ten I go with heels, not yeah. heels, but like little booty things, and I just would rather be taller. But apparently, when you're a woman, it's better to to say that you're shorter. I put, I've, I'm 6'3", maybe 6'3 and change. Mm-hmm. And I put 6'2", because like, there's very little for very tall people. Well, and I've I, lost stuff because I'm tall, for sure. Interesting. Well, I want to write 5.54 and a half, but I feel like someone will make fun of me. But that's truly my height. I think 5'5 five is fine. Or five, just put 5'4 then. I put 5'5". Five five. I, I go up half an inch and I go down 10 pounds. <laughs> Here we go, another scary part. This is very scary and sensual. <laughs> Look at her breastuses. No, yeah. this is really scary. I don't know why I made that joke. I really scared myself. <laughs> so, like, yeah, the the sun is lost and then runs into imagine this witch. Can you imagine? And he's like, he's oh been wait, so this is the so old long. woman. She bathed herself in the baby blood, yeah. and now she's young and sexy looking. Yeah, but he's so horny. Really. So he's happy to see this? He looks he's, upset. He's both scared and horny. How do you know that he's horny? Because it's kind of implied. That's why they showed him showing the boobs for so long, because he's horny. Oh. Uh, he's hitting puberty, and it's like, oh, a beautiful woman's like, come here, come here. Oh, no. He's drawn to her. I think it's a cool... So there's like the... A lot of this kind of plays on like uh, writings about witches from the people at the time. And whatnot. Like they had a whole thing at the they had a thing at the beginning that I think you missed where it says like this is based on Is she gonna kiss this kid on the mouth? Okay. I understand that she's gonna eat him like the witch that she is, but that must have been a real bummer for this adult woman having to kiss a child on the mouth over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Making movies really makes you hate movies. Yeah, that would be such a bummer to be like, okay, and now you like Kirsten Dunst had to kiss Brad Pitt when she was fourteen. And I'm like, what a fucking bummer for Brad Pitt to have to kiss this 14-year-old girl. Or depending on how Brad Pitt views it, good day. Oh, my God. Well, now he... he... That was really scary, though, with her hand. Yeah. But So is she, like, eating youth and that makes her young? Well, uh, again, it's based on, like, the writings of like, witches and like, the ideas of witches of the time. And so... Um, you could view it as interpretation of like just women breaking from society or women breaking from um, nor like outside of like chains or whatever could be a witch or the more direct translation of it is like it's someone who uh, uh, eats children to stay young being like being like they don't have babies. Why you got to eat? Why you got to why you got to stay young? I don't know. Man. To attract more children. Well, it, to it's, eat? It's, it's it's like a metaphorical sense of like. Refusing to have a family, refusing to have a baby, like you stay young, right? And then the more direct, tra- more literal direct translation is like this. So it's, I think this movie is very cool in that it like merges those two ideas into one story, right? Of like because it's all kind of directed at the daughter, and it's her 
growing independence away from the family, disagreeing uh. with the family, as, and then the very literal translation of a witch eating the children. Okay. And then so. her making it, and then at the end, like she makes a deal with the devil to effectively like leave the family and go join the witches in the forest. Because uh, she's been, look, she's I don't f- understand why they wouldn't leave, though. They clearly are at a cursed farm. Was any of the shit going down before they left? I have no idea. I don't think it cares. The movie, I don't think the movie cares to answer that question. They're living in what I would call the worst of hell. Yeah, I, that's another thing they find very interesting that rewatching it, I, I now am more acutely aware of is like, like obviously it's like playing up like, oh, it, they live in hell. Like they like it's hellish to live here. But what's actually hellish is just like the way people lived. Yeah, like, they're just the way like you lived in the frontier. Like Jesus Christ, I can't imagine. I once saw. Do you remember that sketch troupe, Women Fully Clothed? Yeah, yeah. It's like Robin Duke and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't really like any other stuff except they had this one sketch that was Frontier Women just having like a regular like afternoon tea and just talking about like how shitty it is, but like very yeah. colloquially. And it would be like, oops, my ear just fell off. Sorry about that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, fuck, man. It's raining. It's always damp. But... And these people, they're losing their children one by one. Mm-hmm. And that son, at the very besides the fact that they love their child, he probably helps them make money. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're fucked. So the kid is naked right now. Yeah. You ever see that M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Village? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. What a stupid fucking movie what that I was... I truly truly enjoyed because well, it's so dumb it's, it's so dumb first of all after i learned the the hero's journey i was like oh m night Shyamalan took a literal like made that movie literally yeah. a girl her call to action is going through a forest there's several obstacles in the forest gets to a new land and returns home yeah like it's so stupid what a twist though that was uh because we, we so let's get into the nerd shit about hero's journey um we were talking like me and calm were talking about that because we're talking about like people trying to do narrative improv and eating shit through it okay yeah and then um he was like i think the problem with hero's journey is that uh it's pretty easy to backtrace any story into the monomyth when he wasn't really writing about it like it's like why are they cutting his head sorry uh bloodletting it's like a old way of health Okay, go on. Um, so, like, uh, uh, like the monomyth being, like, all religions kind of based on the same story. Yeah. Is like, a, like, that's a very interesting concept and, like, a much more, like, philosophical concept. Yes, I, I learned about that in Religious. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, um, but then the other end is, is that now people have been like, oh, I can take this, and I like the math of stories. I am best at story. Let me uh, let me apply the math of stories. Star Wars is monomyth. Like it's just like the like people who really push the kind of like hey, hero's journey it's stuff. It's person, and it's called Joseph Campbell, and he has a great theory on all of this. Something- Joseph, no, Joseph Campbell's writing is mostly about philosophy and mostly about religion. It's not really about story. It's kind of like, oh, no, we retell he, this story. But it is about, but it is about story. And the, he's the one that came up with the hero's journey. But he only came up with that to explain his religion and yeah. his theories. This is so funny that this kid is. <laughs> 
Black Phillip, stop being such a fucking dick. Yo, these two little bitches need to go away. I could go to sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a very slow movie to be sleepy for. Well, the day isn't helping. I, sh- I got to take two iron pills today. I just started I mean, taking my pills again. So I had been on this supplement kick for oh like no. a year and a half. And things were great. And then I think when I went to Spain, I like just kept forgetting to take them. Like I brought them with me. Yeah. And then I got back and I was like, or I could just never take any of my pills again. And then I started like feeling sad for no reason. And I was like, yeah, you're probably low in iron. (laughs) (laughs) Iron is the only supplement I've ever taken that makes an immediate difference. Well, yeah, because you're probably low on iron. I know, I'm low on iron. And I have a fucking... Every, every girl I've ever met is anemic and refuses to admit it. Because blood falls out of us once a month. <laughs> and I have my IUD, which leaches iron from my system. So, there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not all IUDs do that. Just mine does because it's copper. Oh. Copper is a spermicide. None of them spermies are going to get in there. <laughs> no kid for me. <laughs> People keep at this is like maybe not a new thing, mm-hmm. but a new thing of people really interested if I'm gonna have a child. Really? And not like my family, like friends and stuff. Who you're not seeing anybody, really. No, but they keep asking me, like, well, are you gonna have a kid? Maybe because I'm dating a twenty three year old. That actually might be what it is. That yeah. everyone's going like, How old is he? Don't you want kids? And uh, it's me having to like come to terms with like, maybe I don't. Really? Have you never thought that? Because I've been pretty, like, no kids for a while. You're no kids. My 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 answer that I've worked out in my head that is a truth, but it took me a long time to come to this, is what I want right now is a partner. And if a partner wants a kid, I would be down. Mm. Because I don't want to child, I do not want to raise a child on my own. And I mean that even with a husband in the sense of like, I don't want a husband who is like an absentee dad or somebody who like, I have to take care of him and the kid. Mm. And it just seems like the men I have been choosing or that I am attracted to have a baby tendencies. Like I always have to take care of them. I don't have to, but in my mind when I'm like hanging out with them, I always think, oh, I could never raise a child with this person because there's so much work that I have to do to get them to the point where they can help raise a kid. I think I try not to do with people I'm dating is make them sex mom where it's like they, they are taking care of me and have sex with me. I mean... I mean, that's just some, there's maybe some ex-girlfriends listening being like, what the fuck are you talking about? That was you trying not to? I can't think of a single man that I've dated that hasn't had like a real deficit in their ability to take care of not only themselves, but then something else. So like maybe they could like get to like taking care of themselves a little bit, but like they never cleaned or they never cooked for themselves. Like these are like important. You just do those things? Sorry? You're supposed to do those things? You have to. If you're going to have a child, you have to do Oh, that. yeah. No, that's why I'm like, I'm never going to have kids. I'm like, I don't, yeah, you, I don't need this in my life. You like, have to clean. You, I've never dated a man that cleans. I've dated very clean men. Like, they look scrubbed. But then their house is always a mis... I've never dated a guy with a clean washroom. Ever. Not once. I've never been to a man's house who lives by themselves who has a clean bathroom. Interesting. <laughs> I can't think of what. Do you know any? Do you have any male friends that have clean washrooms? Have you seen Philippe's bathroom? No, that makes sense. It's, it's a Portuguese. fucking nightmare. 
Oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah. I was gonna say he's Portuguese. He probably bleaches everything to bits. <laughs> no, it's just covered in it's covered in beard hair because he shaves all the time. How are they gonna prove it? There's so n- I once saw a play that explained that witches were just homeopaths and natural paths. So they'd go into the forest and they'd collect herbs and they would make potions mm-hmm. for health. And then they'd be like, "Witch!" <laughs> like, yeah. All homeopathy that we have is from that era. Really? Yeah. I thought, I thought a lot of it was like Chinese medicine, which is like the similar. No, no, thing. Chinese medicine is a different thing. Homeopathy oh, okay. has nothing to do with Chinese medicine. That's herbs. Okay. Chinese herbs is different. Herbs are great, except that a lot of the herbs now are affected by radiation. So because of like the fucking yeah. thing that happened in Japan. Oh, yeah. So because of that, you're not really getting any of the like health benefits from taking herbs. They're like, it doesn't really exist. Huh. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Because I go to an acupuncturist and I like look, I always look up at the stuff that he gives me because I'll like Google photo search it because I can't look up the Chinese characters. And then I'll look it up because I'm not just going to take this herb that he says take. It's almost always for constipation because I'm constipated. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it's just like this root or whatever. Whereas homeopathy is not that. Oh. Is he going to do something scary like the devil? I don't remember. I, I, I call it that he just sweats on bed for a while. What would you do if your kid was sick like this? What would you do? I don't know, man. I basically was this kind of sick for like a but good chunk of my childhood. She does. Wait, wait. These kids are. But Alex, when you were sick as a kid, did you scream, she desires of my blood? I would get absolutely insane ear infections and would just be screaming. Oh, your poor parents. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Were you in so much pain? Or did you just feel like you were going crazy? Just hurt. It would just be like hours of pain. Like in your ear and you'd hear your heartbeat and every time your heart beat, it would hurt. Wait, so the other two little kids were being possessed too? No, they're just playing along. Oh. It looked like they were lifting off the ground. Oh, something gross is going to happen. So what did the witch do to him, though? Put a curse on him. Why? Because she's a witch. She's out there witching it up. Doing that witch business. That's so mean. Why didn't she just kill him? Because she's got curse business. I don't know, maybe it helps her out. Like, you know, you got to curse a child and you get... New things. See, this shit scares the shit. Yeah, this is so scary. But like, you wouldn't think it, you know? Like, if you saw this in a script, you would be like, "This is scary." It's like how it's shot, how it's done. Yeah. Well, it's very all exorcisty. Yeah, yeah. Now, people think exorcism and stuff like that is real. I don't think so. I impossible. Now, what is real is getting, like, a virus in your brain. Yeah, yeah. And making you talk crazy. Or, like, like tuberculosis, even. Yeah. Syphilis. Oh, did he die? Yeah. He died after saying a whole manifesto about, like, the (laughs) Lord kissing him on thy lips. Yeah, imagine your manifesto. Like, imagine you, like, were, like, possessed by the love of the Lord, but you weren't smart enough to say a manifesto. So it's just you being like, oh, dear. 
It's bright out. <laughs> Damn, the Lord loves me and shit. Okay, but she's not a witch, but do they think, do you, will she convince them that are witches? Oh. That's what she thinks happened. She's not wrong. Yeah. But I don't think those two kids are doing anything. But they, but so then, then this, so like, I think the reason a lot of people like this movie or a lot of people have written about this movie is that it's kind of about like, did you make an unholy bond with the goat? It's very silly. Yeah. I think like a a lot of people, uh, it was also like 2015 it came out. So it was like, it's like the beginning of like believe woman stuff. Oh, interesting. And then the, 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 basically the center of this movie is like, if they listened to her, it wouldn't have been the problem. But then she does leave to go with the witches themselves of being like, their lack of believing is, makes her yeah yeah okay gives her power yeah that's what this all is right yeah like the me too movement is literally the witches clapping back yeah because <laughs> witches we, clapping we back we witches baby <laughs> you hear that in the mic <laughs> I mean here's the deal go for it they thought witches were around yes they burned women at the stake. Like, that's mm-hmm. very real. Mm-hmm. Um, what was happening? What made them... Like, is there any accounts of people acting crazy? Um, you know, I think just shit was horrible. Shit is crazy. You know? Like, so now I, he's locked I, I, I think it's also a little more clear-headed of, like... Of that, like, oh, yeah, she's a witch. Like, she's a witch. And then, like, the townsfolk will turn on it and you can lie and whatever. And okay. no one believes her. Knowing everything that happens in this movie, I enjoy it way more than I did when I watched it the first time. Um, I wish I watched it without talking. I mean, tis the... Yeah, it is, it is the curse. of this podcast. But I think, I wonder if I would have gotten... No, I don't think I would have gotten bored. I, I, I do think it's slower than the movies you enjoy, but it is pretty, so you might... It seems really, really simple. That's my yes, one issue. It's with very it. thin. That's what I mean. Yeah, you're right. There's no B plot. There's, there's, there's barely an A plot. Yeah, it's like, oh man, that's a bummer. Kids keep missing. They think she's a witch. They already said that Black Phillip's doing it. Hmm. Like, where's the? Why don't we see what's going on in the witch's house, y'all? I, I do, like. Yeah, I, 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 and I I think that it might have been a stronger short film than a full movie. I mean, it comes in at like hour twenty five or something, so like it barely beats movie. Yeah, he's not that good an actor. But why is he always chopping wood? Do they have to chop wood? Otherwise, they won't survive. Like, what's the chopping wood deal? The, to burn for heat and fire. Yeah, you're right. I never even thought of it like that. <laughs> I thought they were always having to build structures. <laughs> Just right. building <laughs> Okay, I want to look up this guy. I want to know who he is. Yeah, go for it. Okay. He's Lafayette. I'm taking these notes. This is called the VV Witch. Uh, but the witch will show up. <laughs> Lafayette. It's got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes and an 83% on Metacritic, but 6.8 on IMDb. 
audiences were not fans. Because you, uh, you know, you, like you said, coming for a horror movie at Young and Dundas, and you get this, yeah. you're real mad. All right, you ready to know what? Okay. Oh, he's in Chernobyl. Who's he in Chernobyl? Mm. Um, I love Chernobyl. It's it not so saying. Good. I got to finish it. He like, also was in The Office. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. He's a really tall guy in The Office, and they make fun of him one day, I feel. What? Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. How come I'm not getting a good IMDb of this man? Here we go. IMDb is being all bitchy to me because... Um, you did call him. You make fun of its wife. <laughs> no, because I won't download the app, so it doesn't... It's oh, not yeah. The easy. IMDb, like... Like, like phone website is so bad. Yeah, like it's not letting me see, like, you know how it like lists yeah, yeah. what they are? Okay, here we go. He's in Ready Player One, two, and in Star Wars. This guy has, and in Sherlock, and in Peaky, and in Lord of the Rings. Boom. And in The Huntsman. Ooh, who could it be? Every day I get motherfucking calls from strangers. And and one day I got a call from Africa. Yeah, I've been getting so many scam calls recently. Like I don't know what happened. Okay, we're almost close to the time of the office. The problem and is, Game of Thrones. The problem is I've been getting so many scam calls recently, but like I'm also like applying for jobs and like doing a couple other things where like I'm getting phone calls that I need to get from like numbers i don't recognize i'm just picking up for all of them and it's like god damn it like it's so frustrating yeah it's very annoying and harry potter fuck this guy's don't sleep on this actor he's incredibly successful i can't believe i guessed both harry potter and lord of the rings yeah just out of energy i'm like this guy's in that Mm, we're getting close to the office here we go chris finch he's um um the the bad guy um in in the American office, he's played by the guy from Anchorman. That character, he's like an asshole. Who, oh, he's in the British office. Yeah. Oh, he's in yeah, the British yeah, office. Yeah. So the one that David Brent really likes and thinks is really funny, but he yeah, just yeah. comes in and sexually harasses women and yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying this movie a lot more. What's <laughs> slurping? Oh no, what's Black Phillip gonna do? I enjoy this movie a lot more knowing because the first time I watched it, I didn't know it was so thin. I didn't know what the twist was. I was kind of like, and then it feels very stupid. And then like watching it now, knowing all this, I'm like, this movie's fun. Like this is like weird and fun. Okay, so we got the witch that is drinking from the goat's milk. Mm-hmm. I imagine just drinking blood. Yeah. Oh, is it gonna show its scary face? Is its face so. really scary? Okay. Oh, that's the image I remember from this movie as well. My God, <laughs> that is so upsetting. So, a if, crow? if you ever watch this movie, it's a great image of a crow picking off her breast as she laughs because she thought that she was breastfeeding, breastfeeding her, her kid. dead child. And the witch who wasn't whose face looked just like a classic witch. It wasn't that scary. Well, no, it was really scary. Was drinking the blood of a goat. Now, how do you think they made that witch's body? It I think like it she might had... just be an old lady's body. Nah, with like man, some makeup it looked like she it. had ribs in her hips. The way that her her body goes like this, uh, maybe. Uh, the way that it was hourglass shaped. I am chilled the, to my she bone. Got blood on her tit. 
That crow. pain, I can't even imagine. Also, what's that crow doing in their house? <laughs> you know, witch shit. <laughs> crow. I'm out here doing witch shit. <laughs> crow, get out of there. Let crow is giant. Yeah, it's big. But crows are giant. They're like the size of chickens. Wait, for reals? Mm-hmm. There was crows um, it, where I grew up. Once a year, a murder of crows would live in this big tree at the... Yeah. At the base of my street and it would chill for like like three weeks. Yeah. And they were so fucking loud. And then they would leave. And this happened every year. And then hawks started being in my neighborhood. And uh yeah, hawks don't uh the crows never came back. Huh. Yeah, he dead, yeah? Oh yeah, yeah. You can't survive that. You can't survive a ghost. Hey, hey, truthfully, uh, this next bit maybe laugh out loud in the theater. Corruption, thou art my. <laughs> All the wood he chopped is what kills him. And his last words were, "Corruption, thou art my father." So funny. That made me laugh out loud in the theater. I mean, all of this is silly if you really pull the thread of it. I mean, any horror movie once yeah, you start like, pulling is just silly. Anything that's too serious, like it's so serious. Oh, this is the most. I, I think also with like. Um, we're unfortunately poisoned by comedy. Yeah. That we're all, like, our entire life has been pulling threads to make jokes. But also, though, you can't have the villain of a movie be a literal goat without I know. Silly. Like, that's, it's so funny. It's very funny that the goat... Are the kids dead, too? I don't remember. They're gone, because she woke up and no one's around. It's ironic, because everyone in this movie looks like a witch, except for the daughter. <laughs> The mom looks like a classic witch. Yeah, like in like a Disney movie, she would be playing the witch. You could no really question. just draw her face. I, I, I'm sorry for being so mean to this woman that's playing the mom. Who's doing a very good job. She's a very on, good actor, but let me tell you, she got some witch face. She got some real, she has some big witch energy. Yeah, big witch energy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to change my life to have big witch energy. I'm just going to be walking On Twitter, around. that'll be your Halloween name on Twitter. <laughs> I've got a he- I've got a big enough nose to have a witch energy. But I really do feel that some woman on Twitter has already made that joke for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, did she kill her mommy? Where did she stab her? Summer gross. Oh, I can't imagine. Someone bleeding on someone is so gross and wonderful. Can you imagine? Ew, don't say wonderful. Can you like, imagine I, I, that it, it, There's something, a part of it that's like, I don't know, like poetic, I guess. No, it's not poetic. It's gross, Alex. Yeah, but it's like poetic. It's just so fucking gross that she has to get her in the face. Why couldn't she just stab her on the side or something? Poetry? Yeah. <laughs> well, cool blood splatter. As you're murdering, you're like, what does this say in metaphor? Yeah, yeah. How would this look symbolically? Ooh. If this were the Da Vinci Code, how would we solve this riddle? Oh, my God. The Da Vinci Code. I read, I read all those books. I really enjoyed them. I read the first book. Like, they're really badly written. They're horribly written, but they're quite the page turner. Yeah, why? I don't know. I'm also like... For the amount of books I read in my life, I should have a better understanding of them, but I'm a real dumbass. Because I tried to read Twilight and I tried to read Fifty Shades of Grey and I could not get past those. Those are extremely poorly written. I think The Vinci Code is as poorly written, though. You know what it is? Is The Da Vinci Code then goes plot first. 
Yeah, the, and it moves. Yeah. I have this memory. I think I was in college when I read it. I have this memory of like being on the bus and missing my stop because I was. Because it just moves, code. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, being like, I gotta know what happens next. All I remember from it now, though, was that Langdon character had a fucking Mickey Mouse watch. <laughs> I remember. Um, a whole like a whole page about like the golden ratio and it talks about like fee and the golden ratio for a page yeah what was exciting was when it finally got to the part that explains um uh like the blood or whatever what oh i don't even remember what it's called there's just a part where they're like explain like what she wrote in blood and like what that meant yeah like (laughs) the knights of templar oh yeah, yeah yeah like that part, once they got to that, that was, like, the best part of the book when it explained everything. So, like, now she's alone because everyone in her family is killed, right? Yes. Like, what do you do? Become a witch. I mean, basically. There's, like, it's, like, was this movie made by A24? Oh, maybe. Because there's a thing with A24 horror movies where at the very end they're just, like, uh, it's all an occult ritual. Like, don't answer anything being a occult oh, ritual. Oh, someone just made a comic of that, like... Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw that too, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It goes, is this a horror movie? Yes. Does it end for no reason in the occult? Yes. <laughs> like, um, My whole thing is, I think it's so mean that these witches don't just kill you. Like, it's so fucking rude that you let the, them survive. Now, what would you do if this was real life? Your whole family's dead and you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. I think I'd kill myself. Um, start going back, you know, walk towards town. But what if you don't know anything because you're the daughter that they kept out of the, the know? Get weird with masturbation. Because oh <laughs> that's what you'd feel horny. Well, she falls asleep because, yeah, you'd be tired. Killing people's exhausting, I assume. I imagine... Like hand-to-hand combat of killing someone, you must be... In uh, the sketch show we just did, we end with this like big wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. And us three boys, me, Connor, and Callum, are the most out-of-shape boys. Are you? Because we would do, do it... and the, the three of us don't, no. I mean, actually, actually, Callum, wow. Callum just started again. I don't even know what that means to not work out. Callum just started again, and Connor, I I'm so think, jealous. is going to go back to the gym. But um, I have like this like thing. like we just got like Connor would just get winded doing push-ups. Like oh, I I did like I lift up Callum. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, I have this thing. I don't know if it's healthy, but I feel extreme guilt if I don't do something of a workout every day. Maybe I'll miss a day, mm-hmm. but like I missed yoga this morning, so I have to go tonight at seven thirty. Um. Is that an eating disorder or an exercise disorder? It's probably good. It's probably good. Like you probably need it. Like you sit around all yeah, day. You, you know, like it. you you need to do that. Like yeah. I think part of like my sleep problems is like I sit around all day. But then like when I sleep well, is when I have, like I have a lot of errands to do. Something the walking and the bike riding, all that. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, it does help your sleep. It, Yoga I know, at nighttime I know it does. is bomb. What's right? Yoga at nighttime is really good for sleep. Probably yeah. I because the problem is that twisting your spine is nice. I never feel like I have like a free hour or like hour and a half to go like work out. Oh no, who's this person behind them? That's Black Phillip. That's really scary. I don't like it. 
Wait, is he a pirate? Wait, hold on. Is he not a ghost? A goat no more? Yeah, he turned into his human form. Is he the devil? Yeah. I mean, it implies it, I guess. Why is she naked? This is like the ending of Hereditary. Yeah. Is she going to float up to the treehouse and then you'll see a head on a tree? She does do floating. That floating in Hereditary is so eerie. This is so eerie, like the image of walking into the forest. Like, yeah, especially because they set up the it, the shots of the forest from the distance for so much of the movie, and then to actually now see something in it works so well. Like in IRL, yeah, is this a real forest, or do you think this is a soundstage? I think this is all real. They built it on like a. So she's there. really naked walking in a forest at nighttime. Yeah. No. I mean, they no. they've clearly cleared path for her and stuff. No. No. Uh, I don't. I w- as an actor, I'd say I'm so sorry. No. This is who I am as a person. This song at the end of like them chanting, it's like a cult song. I was like, this fucking bangs. Oh <laughs> my god. That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I do like the song that the kids sang to Black Phillip. I can't even remember what it was now. Black Phillip. Black Phillip. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal about witches and the devil. Yeah. Are we to think that the devil is the leader and witches are like his underlings? No. Um, so, uh, how to explain this? Uh, so in the occult understanding, the devil is the mere opposite of God. It is the idea of like individual freedoms and well, liberties. What's the fallen angel? Yeah, fallen angel. Individual freedoms and liberties. So the witches are people who worship the devil and use their power, use use the 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 powers of individual freedoms and liberties. I'm very much simplifying to get what they want. Okay. So they're, they're worshipers. They aren't followers. They're like a demon would be the only followers. But the, like it's not the, the devil. devil. Okay. And the devil being like, there's lots of different interpretations of the devil. There's like Baphomet and Satan and, and they're all different interpretations of the same idea. Lucifer. Um, and, and, and Lucifer, you could, you could even put like, I mean, separate like, the true, like the idea of like Satan and then Lucifer is different things. And like Lucifer is like a deceiving God and Satan is the dark rock God. Oh, they're not the same Satan and Lucifer? Depending on inter- what interpretations you have. And there's the floating. There's your floating. That's very hereditary. Um, That was good. That's cool. The ending's cool. You're right. Okay. But my question is, is like God, like just thinking of it from like a feminist point of view, like which is, are they supposed to be serving th- the devil? Uh, wait, no, no, which is, whoa, that's fucking terrifying. I wish I never knew that. (laughs) I I was so sure that was at the very, I was so sure that was at the very beginning. I didn't realize they put that at the end. So Uh, they just wrote that all the text was from real court documents. Yeah. Well, that wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Yeah. For sure, that was said in real life. Yeah. So my whole thing is like, even when they're like women are like owning themselves, their own like autonomy, like they're being witches. We like now it's been like translated to like women are kind of owning witchcraft. Like it's like a weird so, feminist thing. But if it's in service of the devil, the devil is a man. The it's not in service of the devil. And the devil isn't a man. The, uh, but the devil was no, a man no, no, no. in this. Uh, well, Black Philip was. Um, in Okay. So and then, then in that occult understanding of witchcraft, you are not serving the devil. You are praising and and leaning into that identity of yourself Mm -hmm. and uh often um 
like Lucifer or oh, fuck me up. What what other versions of the devil? Uh, like uh, often it's it's a fe- a feminine uh, idea. Is like is like the the goat person with the like the hands is like supposed to be like female representing. It has breasts. Right. The goat person is not the devil or Satan though. That's something else, isn't it? No, I think it's I, it might be Lucifer. It might be. Okay, Lucifer's the angel though. I can't. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm normally pretty good at this, but I'm getting it all confused in my head because I'm like, there's this movie. There's there's just a vast number of interpretations of it. Well, and a vast is it of, like, like? I mean, like it's. It, uh, there's something about witches and the devil that seems weirdly based in real life, mm. but it's also very made up in the way that like vampires are made up. And so, like, is it kind of like, oh, in Twilight, vampires are like this, but in Interview with the Vampire, vampires are like well, this. Well, it's it's uh, probably kind of, but it's like kind of like uh, uh, there's different like occult theories and different like religious theories. It's like in Christianity, it's like this in like occult like interpretations like this in like pagan religions. It's like this, like, but they're all kind of hinting at the same thing. But and I would say a lot of people's discussion of it is probably like back text of like merging two ideas together, the same way that like the the Roman gods and the Greek the gods, gods are are the same yeah. but just different names. But like, what's the deal with these witches? Is like what they do? They eat babies and then they dance in front of fire. What a boring life. <laughs> they probably feel pretty great. This is just, I was just having this conversation, so I'm listening to this. Po- okay, wait, two things. First of all, am I wrong in not thinking that the name Lucifer is like a really beautiful name? That's but, great. anyways, I won't even get into that. And also, like the name Lucy, do you think that comes from Lucifer? Probably. And it's like, we never talk about that. But, anyways, that's beside the point. Now, what I really wanted to say <laughs> was um, that I listened to this podcast called The Mysterious Mr. Epstein. I love it. We've been listening to it too, yeah. Did you listen to the final, the, the most recent episode? When it, come it out? came out today. No, I've listened. Okay, one. so they really get into the nitty gritty of like, um, what it was like going to dinner with him. Okay, because it talks about like all the rich people and like yeah, who's yeah. connected to him. Yeah, this is what this episode covers, and they explain what he was like at dinner. And I was like, this guy's like the most boring loser hang of all time. Mm. And I was like, why did people want to hang out with him? And then I was like, oh yeah, money, but like. He <laughs> money and kids, baby. Okay, I think based on what I'm listening to, that okay. First of all, if the devil's real. It's in people like uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, mm. He's so narcissistic mm. that when he would talk with these MIT, because he gave MIT so much money. Yeah, that's why people like Bill Gates. And like that's why they're connected to him. Yeah. Because he kept giving money to probably his charity. Yeah. And actually, the timeline of when Clinton was hooking up with Epstein also corresponded with when him and Bush yeah. put together this thing to like save the Amazon. They yeah. had this like coalition. So I think Epstein was giving them yeah. a lot of money. Um, but he would have meetings with these scientists. And he wouldn't listen to them. And he would say, no, I like my theory on that better. <laughs> and then if it was, if it got too boring for him or he didn't understand where the conversation was going, he'd be like, but how does this relate to pussy? Can you imagine That's being in a funny. room with him? I mean, I, it sounds like a nightmare. Like, and then they were saying like for a number of reasons often, being in a room with him sounds like a nightmare because all the descriptions are like you're in a room with him and also like underage Polish woman. Literally everything is like yeah. he would have um Russian um yeah. supermodels with him 
but they were they were like on the cusp of eighteen, and then like scientists. Yeah. What? The devil is real, and it's fucking Jeffrey Epstein. No, no, the devil is real, and it's all the losers that bow down to someone like a Jeffrey Epstein because he's giving them money. Hmm. Money is the devil. Oh my god, we figured it out. I mean, that's like a, there's a whole thing about that but anyway yeah yeah <laughs> there's a no. there's a really good comic called uh black monday murders and the idea is, is that like money is an occult ritual that we're it all is. they're all performing money is the devil because i used to work at this well i didn't work i was a coat check at this restaurant with like the rich of toronto would go there mm-hmm. and they were all such fucking losers these yeah. people and they only spent time with each other because of money yeah the women were there because they were getting something out of the men and the men were getting something out of the women. But nobody was there. Like, I didn't feel a genuine, like maybe 90% of the clientele there was there for exchanges of certain types of power, whether it be sex or money or drugs. Mm. And it's like, what? Like, why do we hang out? You know, not like we, but like think about like in like yeah. our social circles, like what is getting us to hang out with each other? Uh, particular. I mean, we're comedians. It's mostly funny. Yeah, definitely not power. <laughs> yeah, I hang. No, I hang out with you to get on Skechersons. <laughs> wow, let me tell you. Um, um, no, I think about this because I don't understand. There's a couple things like I don't understand patriotism. I yeah. Don't understand this need for power. I yeah. don't understand it. Uh, uh, what? But yeah, like money's a cult ritual. Like money is an occult ritual, but like because. When I'm at my most unhappy, mm. it's because I feel that I really need money to feel better. Yes, probably the same, honestly. Yeah, when I'm at yeah, when I, I'm at I, my I, most unhappy. But I, I, and, I, and I don't know how much joy it would give me, but it's like it gives me a path that gives me hope in a way. It's money, weird. Uh, um, uh, having, but I don't see money as like cash in the bank. I, surrounding myself with beautiful things would make me happy, <laughs> and so money is what I'm not artsy on my own therefore I, I need money to achieve this yeah, yeah and that's money, is the, money is the devil like i don't disagree with you it's just it feels sad to say that out loud but uh, it's it's gotta be the the truth yeah <laughs> anyway that's that's our show um, i'm sad now that's our show yeah i liked it i thought that um i wish i'd I, I, I'd never watch it on my own at home, but this is a a movie that I would watch in the theaters and enjoy. I watching again enjoyed it more than the first time I'd seen it or the second time I'd seen it. But I do still like it, it, it's what I said it is. It's it's what it is and nothing more. Can you go see the lighthouse on a different night? I want to see it. The parasite we're seeing. I'm, Oops, parasite. Okay, yeah, do you want to see the I'll, lighthouse? I'll see that with you. Okay, cool. I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Parasite great. I can watch on my own. I don't think I can watch Lighthouse on my own. Let's go see Lighthouse together. Okay, yay! All right. Okay, bye. Bye.